So, you know, when you run out of time to do something and then you're like, oh, man, I really need to be doing this one thing to move my business forward. Well, that's exactly what happened this week as I am getting content together and I do not want to miss a week. I don't want to miss a week of producing content here on the podcast for you. So today's going to be a super quick episode. I'm talking all about social proof and how this can accelerate the sales process for you. And I want to get into some nitty gritty details that you can use in your sales strategy. So this is going to be a quick one and hopefully it'll pack a nice punch. Oh, and by the way, it's going to be a solo, just me and you. You're listening to the Side Gig Central podcast, where we truly believe that your side gig has the power to change your life. My name is Elena Ciccatelli, and I'm a small business owner and side gig hustler just like you. I'm so excited to help you redefine what success looks like in today's gig economy. Listen in on honest conversations that I have with the experts and from hardworking side gig entrepreneurs just like you who are killing it with their side hustle. Learn the best strategies, tips, and tricks that have helped others pave their own way and craft their dream side gig. So if you're ready to get started, up your game and do the work, you're definitely in the right place. Let's get started. All right, guys, let's get into it here. Social proof for selling. And a lot of you guys I know have online businesses, specifically service-based businesses, and social proof is everything, right? You're getting those testimonials, you're showing them on your Instagram stories, you're showing them on your website. But why does social proof actually work? And how are you going to be able to get the most out of those social proof examples? So let's back up just a couple of ticks here and I want to talk about where this idea of social proof kind of came from. So imagine you're in a new city and you need to find a place to eat, right? Uh, this is, you know, pre-COVID back when you can actually like go to restaurants, but I'm in New Jersey, so that hopefully will change soon. Anywho, imagine you see one restaurant jam-packed, the other one has no customers. Which one are you going to choose, right? Most people would answer, I'm going to wait for that reservation to go to the one that looks jam-packed because there's other people there and it's probably going to be a superior dining experience. So your brain is able to evaluate both restaurants, right? You're able to make a confident decision and it's based on social proof. And when, you know, a lot of people are engaging in something new, the brain automatically wants to protect you from risk, right? So it's why we're all naturally drawn to really popular movies or shows or crowded restaurants or restaurants where you need to be six feet apart or best-selling books or businesses that seem to be having, you know, tons and tons of customers rolling in daily. The other interesting thing here is that social proof also creates some strong social norms and heading into some sales psychology here, you know, these are expected standards of behavior. It's really hard for people to go against expected behavioral norms. And a really amazing example of this is the standing ovation. All right. Again, back when we could all go to a concert or a show or some sort of a live experience where there's an audience, how many times have you been in an audience where just a few people give a standing ovation, then a little bit more join in a little bit more. And then soon everybody around you is standing up, they're applauding, but you originally did not play 
plan on giving a standing ovation, but you find yourself, you're already on your feet and you're joining in. Why is this happening? It's it's that force that caused you to, to, to stand, and it's it feels really weird to resist against that behavioral norm. So there's just a ton, a ton of fascinating research done on social proof, and I uh, I, I really think that as you're crafting your sales strategy. Social proof needs to be one of those influences that you are deploying in your sales strategy. So what's the point of this whole thing? The point is, is that in order to utilize social proof successfully and to really convey that uh, that testimonial message, those customer success stories, your potential customers need to feel safe in purchasing that service from you that product from you, it has to take out some of that risk. And doing this is going to be central to the success of the sale because in, you know, in a lot of these studies, you know, people are risk averse, right? They are not wanting to take a risk where they're going to lose money, not get results that they've expected, or again, going against the norm here. So how can you position yourself? How can you position your business, your service in a way that's going to take that risk out and actually show other people that, yeah, you know, I've worked with Elena before and I got X, Y, and Z results and this was really amazing. Now, of course, you would put your own business and your brand voice into these examples, but collecting some of these customer success stories and yes, testimonials, things of that nature, they really do need to speak to taking the risk out of that transaction and allowing the new prospect or somebody brand new who has never heard of you before coming into your sales cycle, allow them to make the the best choice. And obviously the best choice is for them to work with you, work with your business, and you just got to guide them a little bit. It's called a peripheral route of your sales cycle. So the central route of your sales cycle is going to be your message and are you clearly defining the benefits and the transformation? The peripheral route is your social proof, your success stories. So hopefully this was helpful to you. Are you going to collect some more social proof? And it could be in various different ways. You know, you can get those those screenshots of amazing tech messages you're getting from clients. It could be a video of someone that you've worked with. It could be it could be a, a ton of different things. It could be an interview that you've uh, done with a client, an account review. The, the possibilities are endless here for social proof. Hopefully this has given you a, a revived interest in getting some social proof for your business. And if you want to run anything by me, if you're like, oh, I'm not really 100 
100% sure how I should go about this, how to ask for getting social proof, because that can be awkward if you're not in a, uh, have this mapped out entirely, go ahead and connect with me either on Instagram, you can find me at Side Gig Central, or you know, you can also send me an email. I am in my email inbox every day. It's Elena, E-L-E-N-A, at SideGigCentral.com. I uh, also wanted to let you guys know, too, if you haven't checked it out already, I do have a freebie for getting your clients or your existing clients to be nurtured using social proof and being able to build your business with just a couple of clients. It's a 30-day calendar. It's super easy to use, and I've used it and many of my businesses, and this thing works like a charm. So go ahead and visit bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash side gig 30 and go ahead and get your copy. Thanks so much for listening to the Side Gig Central podcast. You can dive into the show notes for this episode and for all past episodes at SideGeekCentral.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. And while you're at it, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll talk to you very soon. And by the way, keep up that side hustle because it looks good on you.